The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to wrap up our discussion about the systems used by a great entrepreneur to monetize multiple marketing channels. Joining us again is Onyx Sengal, who's the CEO at Learn, which is a digital asset management and work management software company. Learn is dedicated to opening doors to prosperity and entrepreneurship through online business education and the technologies that make it possible. They provide a range of products and services, including online training courses, live events, and a variety of online marketing topics, online communities, and publications for internet marketers and e-learning technology platforms. So far this week, Anik and I have talked about his five-step copywriting formula that's helped him sell $250 million of products. We've talked about why webinars are an effective channel for selling products that are over $700 and how you can build a four-figure webinar following with an over 10% conversion rate. And today we're going to double back and talk a little bit about professional skill development and Onyx's experience as an entrepreneur and how he helps entrepreneurs develop their products. Okay. Here's the rest of my conversation with Anik Signal, CEO of Learn. Anik, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for having me back. It's a pleasure. Excited to wrap up our conversation today. We've covered a lot of ground and talked about some of the different methodologies and channels that you've used to help marketers distribute their products. The other thing that you do is you're helping marketers learn professional skills, and you're also helping them develop their own businesses. Let's just start off from the entrepreneurial standpoint. There are a lot of people that are going through career transitions. I've gone from working as an in-house marketer to being a solopreneur and running a content business. You're working in this medium all the time. Talk to me about your thoughts on entrepreneurship. How should people think about making this transition if they were recently laid off as a result of the coronavirus, or even if they're just ready to move on from their job and want to go independent and be an entrepreneur? How can marketers bridge that gap? First of all, I'm glad you asked this question. And I want to be the party pooper early on and just kind of say something. I don't think this is choosing between red and blue. I don't think that you just wake up one morning and you know what? I'm going to be an entrepreneur today. Like, I'm ready. There's a deeper reason why. There's decades of training and certain habits that you've built and ways of being that are conducive and very helpful for an employee. And I'm not saying they're wrong or bad by any means, by the way. It's just that's how you are an employee. 
For example, if a baseball player can't play football, you would never fault them. They're very good at baseball. They've learned the skills they need for baseball. So this is one of the problems is a lot of people try to make this abrupt shift because they look at entrepreneurship as make money. So really all their head is they're like, oh, I just need a system to go click some buttons and I'll make money. And then they fail. And the reason, again, is because there's some core things, core skills, things that they need to understand. So if you are in a dire spot, if something has happened, you absolutely can start to make some money, no problem. But you're going to have to not just jump to systems. You're going to have to start looking at how you work, how you function your day. And this whole like, I want to be my own boss because life is easier. That's not true. Yeah, life is not easier when you're running your own business. Let me be the first one to say it. No, not at all. You're your worst boss. Okay, you'll love your boss right now at your job once you've worked for yourself for like two weeks. (laughs) I think there's an important distinction here. Life might be more gratifying. It is not easier running your own business. Most of the time, it's more stressful. Absolutely. It's way more fulfilling, no doubt. But I got to tell you, Every year, I repeat the same thing. I say, I've never worked this hard in my life. And then next year, I've never worked this hard in my life. But I love it. I love every minute of it. I'm in quarantine right now in my house. And I thought this was going to be me watching Netflix, playing Xbox, having a good old time. I haven't even had a chance to turn the TV on. I'm just hustling and I'm loving it. That's the difference. You're going to work really hard, but you're going to love it if you're doing the right thing. So talk to me about, for the people that are interested in pursuing entrepreneurship, how do you get good at it? First and foremost, you have to change the way you live. You literally do. The way you function, the way you communicate, everything you do, you have to change it. That's stage one. So it's just your way of practicing your day, the way you approach problems, the way you learn skills. Number two, you got to figure out what is right for you. This is one of the things I've been trying to tell and teach my students now. And this is why I built Learn the way we did. When you log into Learn, we teach all kinds of business models. We teach content publishing, e-commerce, email marketing, creating your own coaching consulting offer multi-level marketing. Someone will say, Anik, do you do all of these? And I'm like, God, no, no, I do not. Now I don't do e-commerce. I don't like physical products. I don't like the idea of it. Does that mean it's bad? Not at all. I've got friends that are multi-millionaires that are kicking butt. My wife had her own e-commerce store for the longest time. This is not for me. That's all. There's nothing wrong with it. Doesn't mean it's a bad business. It's just not for me. But so many people out there don't take the time to just discuss what's right for you. What gets you going? What do you enjoy? right? Coaching, consulting, it's not right for me. I don't want to be on the phone all day. I don't like to talk to people that much. I'm an introvert. I want to sit behind, look at data and run ads. So that's me. If I can lean into that. So that's number two, you got to figure out what's right for you. So before you start jumping into businesses, please take some time to really discover what's out there and which one's going to get you going. So what's interesting to me is you're talking about a couple different types of businesses where e-commerce, if you're passionate about a physical product or an industry, you're actually moving products to someone and you understand probably the dynamics of not only supply, demand, but also shipping and that type of operation. Great. That's a great business. Second, coaching, helping people. You're going to be on the phone a ton. All the online education, you're going to be doing content development. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. 
Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. That's a different business. You have to think about what's the right fit for your personality type. Once you figure out what's right for you, where do you go from there? So once you figure out what's right for you, you have to understand a very simple concept of being an entrepreneur. It's going to sound cliche, but I try to make it as tactical as possible. It's really about the journey. It's not a magic wand. Just because the first one time, two times, three times, four times you tried something and it didn't work, doesn't mean it doesn't work. And that's the problem. See, this is where our employee training comes into mind because we are trained to trade time for money. So we know we go to work, we get paid. So it's like instant gratification, instant results. However, in the world of entrepreneurship, when you're just starting, especially, it's really tough to get momentum going. When you're going to try something, it's not going to work. It's like 98% of the time. You're going to try something again, you have about a 95% chance it's not going to work. Or it might just work a tiny little bit. Exactly. But it's not enough. It's not gratifying enough. It's like, oh my God, that's it. I made like 15 bucks. What is this? Oh my God, celebrate that. So you have to understand that you're going to need to stay persistent. This is where a lot of entrepreneurs fall apart because they try two, three, four times. It doesn't work. And they're like literally one shovel away from discovering gold and they quit and move on to the next idea, the next shiny object. Oh, let me try that because this isn't working. I'm not like that. I know what I'm good at. I know what I want to do. I dig my heels in and I just stay until with every attempt, I get a little bit better, learn from my mistakes. I'm telling you, I wish there was this secret sauce that I could just reveal to people. I've built multiple companies. This is it. You got to stick it out, but you got to stick it out with something you know is yours. You're good at, you're passionate about, you love it. That's the only way you'll enjoy the journey. It's the only way. So there is an interesting dynamic here. Your suggestion is like, hey, you just got to stick it out and figure it out. On the flip side, there's the whole lean methodology and agile, and you know it's about testing and learning and iteration and not fixating on essentially one business model or even one product, but going and figuring out what the market wants and then amplifying that. How do you rationalize the difference between experimentation and that dead set, I'm going to figure this out entrepreneurship mindset? I think they're two and the same. So experimentation is the byproduct of being dead set that I'm going to figure it out, right? Because when you're dead set on something, you're going to experiment. I love focus groups, by the way. And I wish I had been doing this for 15 years, but I just really started doing it about a year ago. I'm relentless about it. I get my audience, I get my customers in a room. What I'm surprised and why I never used to do these before is for some reason, I always assumed that people just won't tell you the truth or they just won't tell you what they really want. And I've discovered that's not true. They will tell you exactly what they want. It's so much easier than for me to sit here and try to figure it out. So for most of our products, services, before we ever decide to launch the product or service, we get them in a room. We do multiple focus groups with our target market. Once we've launched it, but a month into it, we'll get them in a room. What's going on? What do you want? What do you think? And I'm telling you, 90% of the focus groups I do, I walk away going, oh my God, I never thought about that. 
Like, wow. And it's made it so much easier. Creativity is being stripped out of the process. Data on logical-based decisions are replacing it, which is so much more awesome and so much more reliable. So I think they're two in the same. I'm always experimenting, but my experiments are very strategic. They build upon one another. I learn from each of them. And then the next one's always to answer a new question so that collectively between the experiments, I am solving the puzzle. So your entrepreneurship journey has been focused around helping people understand how to develop professional skills. Talk to me about why that was the right fit for you and a little bit about what you've learned for how people continue to develop their skill set as working professionals. So basically for me, I'm a binge learner. I know that my greatest superpower as an entrepreneur is that I'm always learning new things and mastering new skills. One of the blessings and curses of being an entrepreneur is that you are the leader of your company. So if you think there's anything in your company, you're just going to simply completely hand off to somebody and never know a thing about it or look at it. You're just wrong. I mean, that might work in a company that's got five, six, seven hundred employees. Once you cross that level, sure, but not in the beginning. For me, I pretty much know every facet of my company. Now, I'm not the best at it by far. I'm only the best at maybe one or two things in my company. That's by design. But I know enough to be able to carry my weight and all the other things. So I like to take about one skill per quarter, I would say. So about four skills a year that I really want to fine tune. Now, remember, my goal is not to become the best at it. My goal is to become knowledgeable enough about it that I can do it. I just don't need to be the best. I eventually learn it and I go find someone who's the best at it. But now that person and I can have very educated conversations about it and I can be involved. So skill development is really all about, for entrepreneurs especially, they want to get past the fluff. They don't want theories. A lot of entrepreneurs I've learned by teaching them is give me the tactical, show me how it works. Let's get to the meat. And that makes it a lot easier because it makes it quicker to teach people less work and actually allows the entrepreneurs to get faster results and faster success. So for us at Learn, we're still heavily focused on teaching people marketing. That's really our digital marketing is really our forte. But as we are growing now, we're bringing in other facets and other skill sets as well. That's one of the things that, you know, I feel like we've been successful here at the MarTech podcast developing this organization is the process of learning a skill, documenting what to do, and then handing it off to someone else who is going to be more efficient or better suited to execute that skill at scale. So there is a process here to entrepreneurship that I think a lot of people don't really think about. And whether it's skill development, whether it's executing your marketing tactics, you don't have to be the expert in everything. You don't have to do it all yourself. And you're actually better suited handing off a lot of the operational tactic to somebody else so you can figure out how to solve the next big problem for your company. Anik, as you think about your journey in developing Learn, you've also written a couple of books as well. Talk to me about what some of your publications are and, and what's your reason for not just only talking about entrepreneurship, but also writing about it. So I write about entrepreneurship, teach entrepreneurship because I don't know, it's just, it's my hobby. People ask me all the time, hey, Anik, what do you do for fun? And this is what I do on a Friday night for shits and giggles. I mean, I don't know what else to say. You know, I just love the world of entrepreneurship. I think it's because of the problem solving aspect of it. So we publish newsletters, we publish courses, we publish programs about entrepreneurship generally, but also about the specific topics and skills that entrepreneurs need. My particular favorite topic, again, personally for me, is copywriting. I think that entrepreneurs who understand buyer psychology, consumer behavior are just going to definitely be wealthier and more successful in their missions because they'll be able to communicate better. They'll be able to get more people to do what they want, which is influence. And that's huge. So I talk a lot about that. 
But then there's other topics we bring in other experts to publish on, and then they talk about what they're really good at. So for us, it's been creating this community where the community talks to each other and each person in the community has their own skill set and talent that they then use to teach the rest of the community. So it's a shared publishing knowledge base type of system, if that makes any sense. It does. And I not only appreciate your strategy and systems for creating expertise, your ability to communicate them. I also appreciate the underlying task that you're taking on, which is helping people learn important skills. Obviously, what you're doing is a business, but you're also helping people get better at their business. So, you know, I appreciate you coming on to the show, being our guest and sharing some of the wisdom that you've gained through the years. Oh, man, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. It's really been my honor to be here. It's been great chatting with you. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Onyx Singal, CEO of Learn, for joining us. If you'd like to get in touch with Onik, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Learn Inc, L-U-R-N-I-N-C, or you can visit his company's website, which is learn.com, L-U-R-N.com. Just one more link in our show notes that I want to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you could always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D, on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.